0: Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast weekly pregame show with your host, Clifton
1: Grooves. And another huge thank you to Michael Anthony for providing the intro to the weekly pregame show here at the Cliff Notes Podcast. Thank you so much, Mike, for supplying your voice. Well, that's uh, this is the week eleven pregame show. We are on the um, I think we're on the sixth segment now. Um, talking Class One District Seven. So um, let's not waste any time. Let's run down some scores from District Seven from last Friday night. Now there were only two games that took place in this district last week due to some um, due to some opt outs by uh, Putnam County and Gallatin due to COVID related issues. So both those teams had to end their regular season not really the way they wanted to. So our, definitely our thoughts are going out to all those kids that didn't get to finish their season the way they wanted to. So uh, that will actually advance South Harrison and Hamilton. We'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. But there were two games that did go on here. The first one was um, the number 2 seeded Milan Wildcats. They were able to defeat Knox County. 44-6 was the final there. And then the 3-seeded Princeton was able to defeat 6-seeded Scotland County. That was 40-12. What's the final there? Let's get to the semifinals here. A old GRC rivalry here as uh, now in the KCI Conference. It's the Hamilton Hornets. They're the fourth seed in the district. They're going to be taking on the district's number one seed, South Harrison. We did talk to both of these coaches, and we're going to kick that off with South Harrison coach Chris Shoning, and that starts right now.
2: We're here on the CliffsNotes podcast. We are talking Class 1, District 7. We got South Harrison head coach Chris Schoning with us. Coach, how are you doing?
3: I'm great. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. Um, coach. Um unfortunately you guys didn't get to play a first round game last week with uh um, Putnam County um forfeiting their season last week. Um just uh, tell me uh, what you guys um uh, how you guys handled that change and uh, what were some of the things that you guys were able to work on in practice with a bye week?
3: Oh, you know, luckily, um, we found out early. So, um, we didn't know who we'd be playing. I think we found out on Monday. I think it was that Monday we found out that we weren't going to be playing that week. Um, but we didn't know who we were going to be playing. And then I think we found out Tuesday that we were going to be playing Penny. So, um, that was kind of nice, you know, um, you know, preparing for two teams would have been a lot harder, um, especially that first week, you know, but, uh, we were able to find out who we were playing. Um, that definitely helped um, for us. We just really wanted to fine tune a lot of the stuff we've been running. Um, you know, we want to get our defensive scheme in there, uh, get that going. But um, offensively, you know, we haven't. I haven't put in a lot of different things. Uh, we, I mean, we we run the option a lot, so that takes a lot of practice. You know, they say if you, you're going to run the option, you got to marry it. So, you know, that's kind of what we tried to do this week was just kind of fine tune that um you know just practice that get really really good at it um and go from there Um, uh, it's been a good two weeks uh practice has been awesome uh the boys have been excited you know last week was a little weird just not playing on friday but um you know we had a great practice friday we practiced friday morning uh 10 o'clock we didn't have school because the parent teacher conferences so um that was kind of nice too you know it was kind of if it if it was going to happen that was the week for it to happen uh parent teacher conference week i hate because we got to go to, we can't practice until seven o'clock at night, and usually those practices aren't the best. Um, the kids like it the first time, and you know the second time it's not the greatest. But um, you know it laying on a perfect week. Um, the boys had fun. I thought Friday, uh, we got we had pizza afterwards, kind of did some team bonding there, um, and then this week has been fantastic. Uh, we just had we just ended today with a great practice. You know tomorrow we're gonna go through some walkthrough stuff, and you know. I think we're ready. I think we're well prepared. I think the boys are excited, and I think it's going to be a really good game Friday.
2: I do too. Um, let's talk about uh, let's get matchup specific now. We're, uh, you just mentioned uh, you you guys have Penny or Hamilton. You know, either one. They're called. Um, talk right. about scouting report as far as them, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday?
3: Oh, you yeah, know, they're a very good team. Um, you know, and over. He's a good coach. I know him uh, personally, good guy, um, really good coach, too. Knows his football, uh, knows what he's doing. Coach Wiederholt, I think, runs his defense, very good coach, too. Um, you know, they always get their kids ready for districts. Uh, they've had a lot of success there, um, and the kids know that. Uh, you know, that's just kind of like th- that's the expectation is to win. Um, and when you when you can get that into your culture, um, you're going to be a tough team to stop, you know, no matter if you're down a little bit or up a little bit, um, you get that in the kids' heads that, hey, we're we're going to win. Um, that's huge. So uh, we're going to – we know that uh, going into this game, but I think coming off a strong year last year for us was huge for these seniors too. Uh, you know, we, we made a good run, uh, got to the quarterfinal game, um, you know, lost a mid-buck in that one. Uh, but I think the boys are uh, are feeding off that a little bit last year. Uh you know, they they wanna improve, they wanna do better than what they did last year and um so we got we kinda got that going for us too. So you know we've got two teams that have seen success and know what it's like and know what it takes to prepare for, you know, a district semifinal game, a district championship game and stuff like that. So, um Penny's very good up front. They got a good quarterback, very, very good running back, uh and that kid if he gets loose, he's he's very fast. Uh he's gonna he's gonna beat you if you don't wrap up. Um he he can beat you by himself. So uh, we just got to come ready to play physical, play aggressive, you know, bring bring the intensity that they're going to bring, match that, or even step above that and, you know, play a four-quarter game. And if we can do that, then I would say we have a good shot. But, you know, we know they're going to do that too, and that's why I think it's going to be a four-quarter game, and it's going to come down to, uh, you know, who has less turnovers, um, you know, who can execute really well, which after two weeks of practice, you know, both teams – know what they want they've practiced it a ton they've repped it a ton so i, I just think i think it's gonna be a really good game
2: oh i do too i think it's gonna be a tremendous district overall so um coach shoning i want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again and um good luck to you and your boys against hamilton
3: all right i appreciate it man i appreciate it man thank you
1: and here's thank you to bulldog coach chris shoning for joining the show i did say that we had an interview with both these coaches now we're going to move on to Hamilton Hornet, Coach Caleb Obert. As he talks about this week's game against South Harrison, let's go to Coach Obert right
2: now. And we're here on the Cliff Podcast. We are talking Class 1, District 7. We got Hamilton Head Coach Caleb Obert with us. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, Coach, um, last week you were supposed to play uh, Gallatin at home, the um, 4-5 versus five game, but um, late in the week, um, Gallatin had to um, forfeit their game due to um, – COVID-19 protocol and um, so that really um, made an adjustment for your guys. Um, how was um, last week's practice and how did you guys handle that adjustment? Uh, the, the
0: kids did an awesome job with it. They, they really did. They, they had a smooth transition but you know it, it was weird because I mean obviously we're preparing for a, a matchup to win into overtime the first time we played in week two and we knew it was going to be a tough game and all of a sudden, on Wednesday, I believe, we were told that uh, the game's canceled, and we're like, oh, okay. So um, we kind of hit the ground running, and uh, South Harrison's game had been canceled before that, so we knew who, what, who we were going to play, so we uh, watched some film real quick, and like, uh, you know, adjusted on the fly. And we knew that be a possibility all year long, and we were fortunate that uh, this was the first game that we actually lost, uh, because of it, but you know, you feel bad for uh, Gallatin because it could have been anybody and it still can be. So, um, you know, obviously we wanted to have the game, but, you know, we're fortunate to keep playing and move on to, uh, the second round.
2: Yeah. Our heart's definitely to go out to those kids at Gallatin, you know, who weren't able to control, uh, to continue their football season on the field last week. Definitely, um, uh, definitely thoughts go out to them and all the other teams out there. So, um, coach, um, let's move on to, of uh, the semifinals in class one, district seven. Um, you guys have South Harrison, the number one seed. A very good team in the KCI I guess a very good team in the um, GRC. Um, talk about the scouting reports for South Harrison, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Uh, it's going to
0: be another tough physical football game. They like to run the ball. I think they're about 85% run, um, so 15% pass. And, uh, you know, uh, they've got a good – tough fullback that's been I think he's a two or three year starter for them. that's uh, tough to take down their quarterbacks a senior a good football player and you know they run the the option um, with those two and really get it going with a couple other guys as well so um, they've got some excellent skill guys but they're impressive up front they they really are they've got a returning all-state lineman I know and uh, they 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 move people and you know they don't just block them they're, they're moving them and um, get up to second level. They're good offensively in that aspect, and then it's a lot of same kids on defense. So you know they've got the same type of uh, mentality there. So it, it's going to be a tough physical football game for us.
2: Well, coach, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think this is a fun district overall. So um, two great games in the district. You guys are um, you guys are definitely going to be one of them. Um, coach Ober, I want to thank you so much again from the Cliff Notes podcast, talking about your team and talking about Class One District Seven and. um Good luck to you
0: and your boys on Friday. Hey, thank you very much. It's a pleasure having being on, the of
2: And a huge thank you to Coach Obert of the Hamilton
1: Hornets for joining us on the podcast. Um, next semifinal game is going to be the two-seeded Milan Wildcats taking on the three-seeded Princeton Tigers. We're going to start out by talking to Milan Head Coach John Dabney, and that comes up right now.
2: And here on the Clifters Podcast, continuing our preview of Class 1, District 7. We got Violent Wildcat Head Coach John Dabney back with us. How you doing, Coach?
4: Hey, doing great.
2: Um, Coach, um, last week um, your Wildcats picked up a big 44-6 to victory over Knox County. Just um, walk us through that game.
4: Well, you know, through the years, uh, um, you know, these 2-7 type matchups, you know, are not always uh, – turn into the the greatest of football games. I mean, they were very hampered uh, through injuries. Um, Knox County did not have a – they never had a big roster to start with, really. But they are very uh, – as an alum of their – those kids, uh, how they finished out the year, uh, they showed up to play. Uh, Our kids dominated the game for the most part, and – you know uh, just kind of came together at the end and uh, but it was uh, uh, one of those games you want to get out take care of business stay healthy and get ready for the next week and uh, um, but again you got to get prepared you never know because uh, just how the games are you're played you could have injuries and games could you know turn a different direction and so we were just very fortunate to Get out there, get out, get a, get a lead right away, and uh, be able to kind of cruise a little bit, and kind of take a you know take sit back and catch your breath.
2: Well, coach, let's talk about this matchup this week. Here, uh, you guys are taking on Princeton, who's the number three seed, uh, GRC rival, um, a team that you shared a conference championship with. Uh, coach, just um, walk us through the scouting report as far as Princeton, and uh, what can we expect on Friday.
4: Well, they're very much like us. they're a pretty run heavy football team and uh very well coached and um I think they uh you know they there's some similarities between all of us you know, just trying to outflank it with a variety of formations and uh but you know <clears throat> they've got a couple good uh, backs back there and their uh running attack and um you know, they just uh, – you've got to do a great job of tackling. You've got to do a great job of pursuing. Um, got to be always constantly aware of that occasional pass that could hit you. But uh, just I think it's going to be a very good uh, um, head-to-head matchup for sure. They're just a uh, good, hard core group of uh, uh, players that play hard and are very, very athletic. As athletic as anybody – we've played all year in, in a lot of different spots. So, um, you know, our first game, the score is not even close to indicative of how well the game was, was comp- played and competed against each other. So, uh, uh, I just, we know, we know, uh, it's going to be a, a very hard fought football game and, um, just, you just got to go out and, play with everything you got, and uh, let it all, the chips fall where they may.
2: That's all you can do in playoff football, Coach. Um, coach Dabney, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday.
4: Hey, we appreciate it. Have, have a good one.
1: Huge thank you to John Dabney of the Milo Wildcats for joining us here. Now we do have our next interview. That's going to be with Princeton Tiger head coach Nathan Powell,
2: and that comes up right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dose Podcast. We are talking class one District Seven football. We got Princeton Head Coach Nathan Powell with us. How you doing, Coach?
5: I'm doing great. I'm glad to be talking to you again.
2: Oh, absolutely. great to have you on. Um, Coach, um, last week your football team took care of business last week against um, Scotland County, uh, forty to twelve with the final there. Um, coach, just walk us through the game.
5: Uh it was it was a heck of a game to start out with. You know, um anytime you get into the district games, the records really don't matter. And I know a lot of coaches say that and people think it's cliche, but um, when it, when it comes down to that district game and and getting into these playoffs, you know, you just have to play good that one game and it doesn't matter if you're two and seven or seven and two or anything else coming in. Um, And, you know, that, that was definitely the case with Scotland. They came in, um, they came in hot and the first drive we had, they stuffed us pretty easy and then um, really took it to us for a quarter, just took the entire quarter up and drove down the field and scored and, you know, we were able to, to kind of get the kids over and regroup, thankfully, there at the quarter switch and, and just kind of, not necessarily reevaluate things, but it was just, you know, get our get our heads back in the game. And, you know, I think our kids were a little bit shell-shocked as well, you know, to, to get hit like that. And so um, it was going to be important for us to respond, and, and our kids responded great from that point on. Um, offensively, we went down and scored, um, scored on six of our next seven drives, um, you know, and, and really from that point on, it, it was really just kind of our game to control and and defensively, we did a much better job of, of slowing them down and, and taking away any kind of big chunk plays that they were getting and, and then really putting them in some bad situations where they, they had to go for it on fourth or, you know, a third and long where we were able to do some things to them um, to, to take advantage of what they were doing. And, um, you know, it was really just a matter of, of surviving that that initial barrage and taking that punch in the mouth and responding. And, and you know, our kids did a great job at that. And, you know, I think that just goes to the senior leadership we've got and, and the kids really believing in what we're doing and, and that confidence we've built up these last five or six weeks.
2: Well, Coach, uh, let's talk about this week's game. Uh, Mylon is on the schedule. It's uh, the two versus three game in District 7. Uh, it's a football team you've already seen already this season. Um, I, I think you guys are playing much better football since the last time you've seen these guys. So, um, Debsley, give us the scouting report as far as Mylon and uh, what can we expect from the football game on Friday?
5: Um, well, with Milan, you've got a, a really, really dangerous team offensively. Um, they've got a, a tremendous quarterback in Malin Cole. Uh, and with what they run with their wing tee, uh they've got the two top rushers in the conference in uh, Dominic Dabney and, and DePorto. And, um, you know, they, they're just kind of like thunder and lightning. Dabney can outrun anybody on the field, and DePorto can run anybody over. So um, you put a solid offensive lineup in front of them, and, and there's a reason why they're the, the two best rushers in the conference this year. Um, you know, if you dedicate too much to them, though, uh, like I said, Mallon's a tremendous quarterback and he's athletic enough to get out of the pocket and, and hit you over the top. And they've got some dangerous receivers that, that uh, can get open in a flash and, and really make you pay. And, and that's exactly what happened to us the last time we played them. We were so focused in on, on slowing up the run and, and locked into that, that, you know, our DBs really kind of got their eyes stuck in the backfield. And, and we gave up some real big pass plays, um, big chunk plays at some really bad, bad times. And, you know, you can't do something like that against a team that's as good as Milan. So, um, you know, throughout the season, we really worked on on those things. You know, we played Mid Buck Week One, and we saw some things we had to tweak and fix. And then, you know, play Milan Week Four, we saw the exact same sort of thing, where a good team took advantage of some stuff. And and so, we've got to do a really good job on the back end of of reading our keys and and not devoting and not you know just locking into the backfield and and losing track of our guys and then up front we've just got to be very very physical and, and do the best we can to win that front uh that line of scrimmage battle um defensively they're going to be really really aggressive um you know we were able to get we were able to have some success moving the ball that first time around but um they really kind of found a sweet spot uh defensively and and we just weren't able to adapt to it and and adjust to it during the game and you know i assume we're going to see something similar to that this week but i know our kids have, have seen a lot of stuff this year and and they don't panic at a lot of the things that get thrown at them anymore so um really for us the important thing is going to be getting that that run game established and getting some momentum and really trying to get some scores on the board and and that confidence that comes with it and then defensively I feel like if we can just take the big play away and make them really drive the ball and 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 work for it uh, we've got we've given ourselves a really good chance to win this game.
2: Well, Coach, I think it's going to be a really exciting ball game. should be a great one. Uh, For those uh, that want to listen to the game, um, uh, Princeton at Milan is going to be on 100.1 KKWK on Friday. So definitely check that out on your FM dial. So, um, Coach Powell, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday.
5: All right, I appreciate it. Hopefully we're talking about a big win next week.
1: Thank you so much, Coach Powell, for joining the show. Uh, a little reminder here for uh, Class 1, District 7, Hamilton at South Harrison. That is going to be on Regional Radio can And then Milan and Princeton. That is going to be on Regional Radio KKWK 100.1 with Chris Ward on the call. That is their game of the week. Reminder that the winner of these
2: two games will play in the District Semifinals next week. Until next week...